I'm Rachel Olstead, the intuitive business coach, and this is the Dream Builder Society podcast. My mission is to empower women to create an abundant life of freedom, wealth, and joy. I specialize in helping visionary, driven, and passionate women just like you grow and scale their online businesses through powerful strategy, mindset, and energy healing work. Tune in every week to hear my experiences and tips for building a wildly successful six-figure business while working part-time. I truly believe business gets to be fun and simple. You get to have it all, and I'm here to show you how. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. I am so excited to welcome today and this is actually an extra special episode, um, interviewing my client, my friend, and also my podcast manager who gets to edit her own episode, which is so fun. Um, Alyssa Johnson. Welcome, Alyssa. Hi, I'm excited to be here. Yes. So there is so much to dig into today. And um, I would really love to Share, obviously, we've been working together in a a client and coaching relationship for several months now. And I've seen just like massive growth in you, in your business, and in just so many different ways. I'm excited to dig into that today. But before we do that and dig into, you know, the highs and the lows as well of just building a business and growing a business and kind of what that all entails, I would love for you to just kind of share a little bit about who you are and what you do and just introduce yourself first. Yes. So I started this journey a little over a year ago and I actually kind of got into the VA world because I'm a mom and my little boy was going to be starting preschool and I was running a daycare prior to that and I just knew it wasn't going to be feasible anymore and I wasn't as fulfilled as I wanted to be prior to owning my daycare. I was in the business world and I missed that part of myself where I felt like I was contributing to something more. Like I I wanted more like so many women in the online space do. And getting into VA work, I kind of dabbled here and there and nothing just lit me on fire. It took a lot I don't know, a lot more than what I was anticipating with certain things. And I just wasn't enjoying it. And I was getting very frustrated because I'd poured a lot of time and energy into it. Then one of my clients actually passed down some podcast work. And I was like, man, I really, I really enjoy this. So I kind of started dabbling and picked up little jobs here and there to get my foot in the door and taking little courses and learning more. And I just, I've fallen in love with it. And really, I mean, in the last five months, my business has taken off significantly and I am fully transitioned into just a podcast manager, which is awesome. I got away from the stuff that I did not like at all and I'm now doing the things that I do enjoy every day. So that's fun. Yeah, I love that. And we're going to dig into all of that too. But I love that you said that you started this journey about a year ago, because like, can you even imagine like, okay, and a year ago was like, I mean, winter ish, but like early spring, like right before the pandemic started in 2020. Like, can you even imagine like having like looking back, right? Knowing all the growth that was going to come for you and your business and the changes in the next year? Like, can you even like, 
fathom like what has all gone on in that time like looking back no it's insane you get into the VA world or online space and you see all of these women having this insane success you're like man I don't I don't get it like I don't understand how they are doing this how are they finding these clients how are they doing this work and like actually making money it's mind-boggling to me and now that I'm on the other side of it, it just feels natural. I get on these calls with women. I don't even get asked for proposals most of the time anymore. They're like, no, just send me a contract. I know that we're going to do it. Let's go. And I was like, oh, it's it's just become kind of a second nature because it's something that I'm so used to now. But a year ago, I was still running my daycare business. I did both for quite a while before I could even step off. And I mean, I still took a little bit of a pay cut when I quit my daycare. And you just kind of jump all in. I feel like when you jump all in is when you don't give yourself the space to fail anymore. Like you are committed to your success. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so I want to kind of go back to when you because we didn't actually meet until October of 2020. But you were had had kind of, and you know, I referenced this as like, like the hobbyist kind of stage of business, right? Like kind of dabbling in this and this and doing some VA work and, you know, dabbling in podcasting, but not like fully, you know, calling yourself a podcast manager, right? Still having your home daycare still home, you know, with at least one of your little ones at home with you still. And so kind of um, take us back to even like, let's say, um, let's say before we met, so maybe like late summer, August, September, like where were you in business in 2020? We're like mid pandemic still people are like freaking out, people are moving on their businesses online, right? Meanwhile, we're like, yeah, we've been online this whole time. <laughs> and like, it's even more fun for us, right? So take us back to like August, September of 2020. Where were you in your business? What type of work were you doing in your business? And where were you like mentally? I think that's really important to like share as well with our audience instead of like, because I think you were probably at a very different space and you were like starting out like, wait, what? You can work online and make money and stay home and like, wait, actually make money and like sustainable money. Um, I think you were in a different headspace too. So where were you in business? What type of work were you doing? And where were you kind of mentally before we met in October? Yes. So I actually had just moved even at this point. So I closed my daycare, we had moved, we were getting settled in. And I was doing pretty decently with my business. I was still working with some VA clients. And then I had a couple of podcast clients as well. So I was managing podcasts and doing part of that but I had not yet fully transitioned or niched down, I guess would be the best way to say it. I was still kind of just doing all of the things because it was money and I needed the money. So that's what I was doing. I obviously knew I could find clients. I had several of them. I was doing pretty well. I had replaced my income, but I just didn't really know where I was supposed to go next. Like, I think that was my biggest thing. I was working on a couple of different teams. So I had a team of women that I was working on, which I loved the community and just like getting to work with other women that are in the same space and bounce ideas off of them. We had check-ins and that was great. 
especially getting started, it was nice to have those team bases to kind of help as like a mentorship type thing. And I had gotten started on a podcast team too, which was great exposure for me and really building up my skill base and just getting familiar with the podcast world. But I just felt super burnt out and I didn't really know what I needed to do next to grow my business. Like I felt like I was at max capacity. I was doing a lot of subcontract work because I was on these teams, which while it was great for some things and for growth in the beginning, it became something that was just so overwhelming and time consuming that I didn't have time for anything else anymore. I was working early in the mornings and late at nights and through the days. And with my little boy at home, it got to a point where I was just working most of the time, which really stunk. I mean, I I didn't really know where to go next, which is when I started looking for a coach to help me figure out where the heck I was supposed to go next at this next point. Yeah, absolutely. And I I remember you sharing that like when we first talked, but I think like your story resonates, I'm sure with so many women, uh, many of whom are probably listening to this where like, you are, you kind of get into this groove, right? You're starting to sign some clients, starting to make some money, starting to see some progress. And then you like hit a wall right? Like you said, you were working like all the time. But it was almost this mindset of like some money is better than no money, right? And taking on maybe projects or clients or things that weren't fully aligned. And like, knowing in the back of your head that like, okay, this isn't super sustainable. Like, what do I do next? But I think that's where that's where like that first big step, I think that's really scary that I know that you were really scared to take in just like searching for help in the first place, like, basically, like throwing up the white flag, like, I know I can do this. But if I don't get help, I am going to burn out and or, you know, potentially quitting my business because I don't know what to do. And so I think that's like a pivotal point for so many women of like, okay, when do I get help? What type of help, right? And so kind of what was like the culminating point for you? Like what was the the turning point for you that you went from like, okay, something's got to give and started looking for the support of, of a coach? The pivotal point for me, goodness, I think it really just came down to like time. I knew I wanted to get into podcasting more, but I just didn't know my next steps. I had all these different ideas, but none of them felt sustainable. And none of them felt even accessible to me because it was more stuff that I had to learn and I didn't have the time to do it. So it was whether I worked on setting up more solid processes or if I got email management or if I did this, like, you know, there are all of these different things you can do to grow your business, but it's figuring out what are the right next steps for you and your specific business. And I just could not for the life of me figure out what it was. And I started talking to people and bouncing ideas off and just getting like, not recommendations on coaches, but just trying to figure out how coaches had helped them next. And I got all sorts of answers. There are some people that love hiring a coach. And then there are some, well, they're like, well, it's just more work you have to do. So why do it? Why put the money in? And at first I was like, oh gosh, well, <laughs> do I really want to put more money into something? just for me to have to 
do more work. Like I don't have time to do more work, but I also couldn't keep going at the rate I was either because it wasn't something that was fulfilling me. Like I was emotionally overwhelmed and I wasn't finding joy in some of the work that I was doing. So I knew that something had to change. I just, I got to the point where it was like almost an overload of crap that wasn't fulfilling me. And I had a little bit of stuff that was, and I needed to figure out how to make it work for me and my business in a sustainable way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there are, yeah, everyone's got an opinion, right? (laughs) Um, About coaches, Mm -hmm. about coaching, about investing, about not investing, about learning more, doing more, adding more to your plate versus whatever, like everyone's got an opinion. And so, but I think that was like, just again, remembering from our first conversation and even just like you reaching out and us just connecting with each other from like a string of like, I don't know, hundreds of people commenting in these Facebook groups about like coaches and recommendations. And I remember literally just reaching out to you because I'm like, hey, I can help you, right? Like this is exactly what I do with my clients. And then that turning into just like a really, a really... um normal, fun, like friendly conversation and also finding out that like, hey, you're a podcast manager and kind of talking about like how we can both support each other in that capacity. And that was really fun for me and for you. And I think that initial step, I remember even on our first conversation, like it wasn't even like this hesitation. Like I didn't ever feel this hesitation from you of like, oh, I'm scared to do coaching. It was more just like, I want to, and this feels like exciting, right? But like in that apprehensive, like excitement way, right? Do you remember feeling the same? Oh, absolutely. I knew I wanted one, but it was still just like, it's hard to take that leap. It's hard to invest that money for the first time when you're in business. I think that was a big thing for me, like a lot of money mindset, like to reinvest my money to turn around and grow my business. It was hard for me to kind of get over that little hump, but I knew that I needed to do it. Absolutely. And funny enough, money mindset was one of the first things that we dug into and worked on together. And so I want to kind of go a little bit um, further kind of chronologically. So we started working together. We started coaching. Like I remember on our very first call, we were just like, We were just like slashing the tasks in your business. We're like, how much are you, how much money are you bringing in? Are you happy with this? Are you like, right? Like I remember just slashing different parts of your business and making recommendations. And I feel like it was just this like, just this like breath of fresh air, this like relief that I felt from you of like, oh, I can say no to these things or like, oh, I don't have to do these things just because they're paying me a couple hundred dollars a month, right? And just these like realizations that you may have had on your own eventually, right? But just having someone and I say this from like experience too of having, you know, coaches and having mentors leading me like almost that that initial permission of like, you can actually have things your way, you can actually have it all. And that's something that you and I have worked on a lot, just like, I can have it all I can be a great wife, I can be a great mom, I can be a really successful business owner. And there's so much in society that tells us the opposite, right, that we have to choose. And so it is kind of like this uphill battle and doing that by yourself is like exhausting. Like, what do you remember being kind of, because we started working together in a one-on-one capacity. 
kind of just slowly transitioned into like all of the extra support joining, you know, the four figure foundation ladies and kind of jumping in there, which was super fun. And I know really, really great to have kind of that like group support too. Um, And now working together still one-on-one and in a group capacity in the visionary mastermind, which is just like a huge up level for you to be in this mastermind community, right? When five months ago, you had never even had a coach. So what do you remember being kind of like the first big aha moment of like our work together and just like seeing that, that shift in yourself and in your business as well back in even October? I think the very first thing that really hit me profoundly working with you was when you started talking about money leaks and energy leaks in my business. And that's when it finally registered that I was doing all of this work for a small amount of money and I didn't have to be doing it. It's like, like you said a little bit ago, I almost needed that permission to say no because I didn't feel like I could say no because it was money, which saying it now even sounds silly to me because I have gotten to this place, but I didn't. I felt like I had to say yes to anybody that asked me to do work because it was a job and you took whatever work you could get, which also totally comes back to mindset stuff. Like I I had to completely shift my mindset around how I was looking at my business and what I actually wanted to be doing to get the clients that I wanted. Otherwise, I was just going to keep taking whatever came my direction instead of that are really aligned with me. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of that scarcity mindset that you didn't even realize you had. And I think, oh, especially women and women in business and women with money, right? Like there is generational stuff there. There's like a lot of, lot of trauma. And I think, I think just like, I was so proud of you right away too, for like opening yourself up to that internal work as well, because it can be scary and a lot of resistance. And we both know, like we've both done a lot of that internal work, the mindset work, the energy work, and like, it doesn't always feel good, but it's like, again, this release of like, what's no longer serving you clients that are no longer serving your greatest purpose, right? Maybe money that is no longer serving you because you can open up space for more, right? Thoughts, beliefs, like old patterns, old habits. And so we did a lot of like in those first couple of months, we did a lot of shedding in your business to make space energetically, physically, emotionally too. And that was so beautiful to watch, although probably painful to experience, but like that's why we don't have to do it on our own. But even just like I remember in October, Like the first full month that we had worked together, like by the end of the month, like you had entirely niched down, correct me if I'm wrong, to podcast managing. You really up leveled like the clients that you were attracting, that you were wanting to attract, like really making sure that they had their core values, like, you know, aligned with your core values. You had a brand new schedule that you were following that actually worked, even though your son was still home with you, like all of these changes, all of these shifts in just one month. And I think from there, there was like these light bulbs that went off like, oh, oh my gosh, like what else is possible, right? Because I don't even remember, like what do you remember what your goal income wise or just some of your goals right away when we first started working together? Because I know that they've like since doubled. 
Um, do you remember what some of them were? When we first started working together, I think I was around the 2000, between 2000, 2500 mark, but that was with like all my random extra clients. <laughs> so I started, I started getting rid of them and just kind of releasing things that weren't serving me. So that dropped a little bit at first. And I kind of, I feel like I kind of panicked initially, but I was like, okay, I don't need this money right now. So the best way for me to continue to move forward is to actually release it and then make space for what's going to really serve me in my business. And we did a lot of that work. And I really just wanted to get to that solid 2000 2500 a month with my actual ideal clients. But I had to put in the effort to start really attracting the right clients instead of people that weren't a great fit for me to work with. Because for a long time, I was attracting people that weren't great fits for me. Yeah. We got so clear on who exactly that person was, what stage of business. I remember we kind of re mapped out your customized simple marketing plan, which is so unique to you and your business. And now it's basically like a you show up, you get clients kind of marketing plan, which is like the best kind of plan to have. But like fast forward even a couple months. And again, I feel like we've been working together for like two years in a good way. Like it's been that fun, but it's also been really fast progress for you. Like in five months, you've more than doubled, right? Your your monthly income. And I want to like make sure the listeners know that this is like recurring. Like we are talking about cash collected and not gross sales. Like you had a goal at the beginning of the year of 5K months, right? 5K months, 5K months. And you're all but there, right? Like I think there's like a little wiggle room with some of the launches coming up and, and whatever, but you're like basically there. And it's so fun to see that. Like I even remember at the end of December when we were kind of taking like a little a little break around Christmas, not like just a, a little pause, right? In both of our businesses, I think the last call in 2020 that we had together, we had mapped out like, okay, a strategy for what you want to happen in Q1. And I remember saying like, you want to sign like, okay, let's sign like three clients, right? In Q1, so you can kind of get fully booked. And that happened in like half of the time. <laughs> Every time I was checking Boxer, it was like, Alyssa signed another client. I have another client reaching out. I have this person. I have this person. And it was just so fun to see. It was just like this really natural momentum in your business. And that was just so fun to see because you did release a lot. Your income dipped, right? But you didn't allow your mind, you didn't allow like your energy to dip with that. And you still made up for it and then like doubled it, right? And that is like actually mind blowing to me that, you know, especially in a service based business too. And I think that, and I want to bring this to the attention of like the listeners because I think a lot of people are like, oh, of course, like you can do that, you know, as a coach or you can charge this much, right? But like, you are kind of capped, right? In your time as a service provider, a done for you service provider, right? Doing podcast managing for all of your clients. There are only so many hours that you're one willing to work, right? Keeping your 20 hour work week, 15 to 20 hour, I think. And, and really leveraging that. 
Um, and so it's not just like a raise your prices kind of thing, right? It's really the strategic mix of, okay, what can I take on? And you're still meeting your goals and are going to surpass them like soon, right? Which is so fun. All of that being said, <laughs> if you're willing to share like what else has been going on behind the scenes, um, in your personal life that has like really affected this growth in a good, but also different way. Do you um, mind sharing a little bit, Alyssa, of what kind of changes you have going on in your family right now? Yeah. So actually just the mindset work that I have put in, in the last five months has been very, it's been very intense. And like you've said, there are moments where it's absolutely painful. It's hard to work through a lot of your crap, but it's also essential for growth when it comes to being a business owner and even the benefits that my family has seen just from me doing that work, I feel like has been very significant because they get a better version of me all the time instead of me just being stressed out most of the time because of business and life. I'm expecting my third baby and I kind of had a little bit of a panic for a while when I first found out that we were expecting again, because I didn't know how I was going to continue to grow my business and make things work while bringing a baby into the picture, along with my other two kids and the life that we've got going now. Um, and I remember going to the mastermind and I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, do I just put everything on hold for a while and just work with the clients that I've got? What? I don't, I was panicky and just unsure of myself. And it took a little bit of like a nudge to where they were all like, you don't, you don't have to stop. This is where we come up with a game plan and you figure out what you want and then you go for it. And it's, it's just like, everybody's like, no, you, you get to do whatever you want to do in your business. And I think once you realize that as a business owner is when all sorts of doors open. Obviously, you still have to overcome other mindset stuff, but allowing yourself to be successful when you are in doubt has been huge for me, I think. But ever since finding out that I was pregnant, I have significantly grown my business and I have things in such better place than what it was before even in my scheduling. And I think it just kind of forced me to be like, okay, we're going to figure it out. And I'm going to grow the business. I'm not going to stall out. And it comes down to making a decision and then working for it. Oh my gosh, so many good, like golden nuggets that you said there. But two, like, which is, I, I think that my audience knows that I'm due in with also baby number three in July. And our due dates are literally like three days apart, which is so fun. And so we've gotten to kind of share that experience together, which is really fun and coming up and being on a our mastermind retreat together and pregnant is just like super special. I think growing our businesses together too, not only as like colleagues and friends and, you know, coach client relationship, but just seeing you prioritize yourself and prioritize your family and prioritize rest. And like, I'm sick, like physically sick because I'm pregnant. <laughs> I cannot do extra work. I cannot do more than what is like asked of me and really honoring that. Like I think for almost like two full months, like I know that 
I'm not going to share like your story for the <laughs> listeners, but I, you know, I know that you weren't feeling well, right? Right away in the first trimester, like it was intense. And so, um, but like, nonetheless, you still managed to grow your business. Like, oh my gosh, like double, really double what it was while honoring the rest, while honoring yourself and like the fact that you're growing a child. And it's like really cool that it was like you said, this big decision of like, okay, I either, right? Like before it was like, oh, I just have to quit because I have this baby coming. And that's what society would tell us like, oh, you either work harder, right? Or you quit. And and this was like meet in the middle. I actually don't have to do either. I can really rest and I can also grow my business and grow this human life. Like how amazing is that at the same time without like sacrificing, right? And so that's been really, really cool to watch you again, like not, um, not put your business on a pedestal because it was growing quickly, but still honoring like these, the CEO mindset that I think that you have really adopted has allowed you to make a lot of these decisions and to grow at a quick pace without hustling together because I don't feel like there's anything hustly about the growth that you've had in the past couple months. If anything, you've had a lot more rest and downtime and bed days and like it's been perfect. It's been what you've needed, right? Still taking care of your clients and you're still signing clients and you're still like mapping out what this is going to look like. And just for our listeners to like hear and recognize like you can even as a done for you service provider take a maternity leave right like we've gone to work the past like six weeks together to really map out your maternity leave this summer where you are not going to have a single thing to do except take care of and love on your little baby and yourself right and your family for those six entire weeks And like, how good does that feel? Like thinking about that coming up in your life and business. That's huge. I, I actually kind of forgot that I was that sick at the beginning of my pregnancy, but I was, I I was like bedridden. Like I, I had a solid two or three weeks where I barely left my bedroom and my three-year-old Lord, he was so good. I mean, he's pretty, he's my wild child and he just did what he needed to do to survive basically at that point when he was home with me and he would hang out in my bed because I could not eat. I basically drank water for several weeks and barely functioned. And then after those three weeks, I kind of made it to the couch. And I honestly, I remember talking to the girls on the mastermind and I just focused on resting and serving the clients that I had because that's what I had to give to my business at that point. And I knew once I was better, then I would start pouring back into it. But I had to, I had to really honor myself at that point and my needs before focusing on anything else. And I think it's really hard for women in business to do that. And it has been, it has been a huge shift for me in my business because that has to be a focus for me. If I don't honor myself and the rest that I need, my business suffers and it shows up every single time. But when I give myself that rest, it almost always benefits me in a good way. Yeah. It's like you go take a nap and rest and like 
take your weekends off and take your nights off and like honor your schedule and find daycare for extra daycare for your son because that's what he needs. And then it's like a client shows up for you and the money just keeps coming. It's like every time you put yourself first, the business like, like gives back to you, which is so beautiful. It's like, this is, I mean, totally an energetic exchange, right? Like you're on it and your business is like, yes, this is what we want and need. And it might sound crazy to our listeners, but you know, for me, I I think it's definitely a God thing. And it's not like, you know, I'm going to work so hard that my business provides for me. It's like, no, I'm going to work hard, but I'm going to work like really I'm going to honor the journey though too and not like push, right? Because if you had said like, I want to sign three clients in January and I'm not going to like stop until I do that, right? It probably would have backfired on you. But we like gave you a little bit like of a luxurious timeline of like, hey, let's get fully booked by like March, April. And you did it in half the time and then clients are still coming and you still have, you know, upcoming um you know, calls with people and lining things up. And it's like, it's so funny how that works, right? Like when we push, when we force, it doesn't give us the results that we want. And again, I want to circle back to that, like CEO mindset, like, how do you feel like, and I know that CEO is sometimes like, such a weird word to still like call ourselves. But it's so important to like, think about that mindset. Like, how do you feel like, you've shifted from kind of that hobbyist mindset, or I should maybe rephrase that, like, what are the biggest things that you feel like have allowed you to shift into that like CEO mindset? And kind of like, how do you make decisions now and approach your business from that perspective? I've had to do a huge shift when it came to CEO mindset, because I wasn't before at all. Now, I don't take clients unless it's something I want to say yes to. And I didn't do that before. I don't say yes to money. I don't say yes to things that people are tagging me in unless it's something that I'm like, absolutely, yes, that is what I want. I don't do it. And before, I would have applied to all of them. I would have panicked. I would have been anxious. I feel like I let anxiety lead me a lot prior to stepping into my own kind of CEO idealisms. And don't get me wrong, I I deal with anxiety as it is. So there's still times where it's absolutely still there, but I don't let that drive my decisions anymore. I feel like I always try to take a step back and I look at the bigger picture as to if it would really serve me if it's going to serve my time, if it's something that I'm actually going to enjoy doing. And if not, I just let it go because it's not money that was meant for me anyway. But there are jobs and tasks that I want to do that are meant for me that I don't even see necessarily. I remember when I had the realization of all of the connections that I already have with people. And I was like, holy cow, I actually, (laughs) it's all right there in front of me. Because I feel like I even stressed over my marketing for a while. And I was like, gosh, I feel like I need to be doing this and doing this and doing this. And being able to kind of like relax into what I actually want to be doing and what's serving me in my business and being my most authentic self and just relating with people has been, I think, my biggest helper when it comes to finding clients in my business. I did land another client, by the way, even today. What? (laughs) (laughs) But it's just, 
I mean, I just got back from a vacation and got on a call and it was one of those things that I was like, I, I, this wouldn't have been something that I could have foreseen happening oh my gosh. months ago because I would have been stressed out. I would have panicked. I would have had notes. I would have been like overload. Well, now I, I'm comfortable. I know what I'm doing. I focus on what I'm good at and I offer that to my clients. And when you get to that point, the right people are going to come to you. And if they, I mean, if it's something that doesn't feel aligned, just don't do it. I think that has been the biggest thing for me, like saying no to things that I'm not aligned with, giving myself permission to say no. I've seen this a lot recently that no is a full sentence. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love that. It's still kind of hard for me. Like, as a people pleaser, it's hard for me to say no. Like, I don't have to offer an explanation. I don't have to say why it's something that isn't aligned. But you get to say no when it's something that doesn't feel right, whether it is a job offer or a price amount, whatever it may be, you get to do what feels good to you. And doing that has allowed me to step into my, my CEO mindset more. Oh my gosh. That was like a mic drop moment. I love that. I feel like you are, yeah, like you are turning into like your own um, greatest like self coach as well, which is so powerful. Um, like obviously we do a lot of coaching together and and work together, but it's also been really amazing to see. And this is like one of the one of the things that I use in my business as a like a reflector of like, am I doing my job to like the best of my ability is actually that my clients become less dependent on me. And so much more. Yeah, just so much more dependent on themselves, not in like, I don't want my clients to reach out to me and like need me as their coach. But in a way that it's like, oh, it's like, it's almost like our children, right? Eventually, we want them to be able to be self-sufficient and feel confident and like not have to call, you know, mom or dad every five minutes when they're an adult. But like, and I love when, you know, my clients reach out to me and have questions and, and want to like dig into things. But it's also been like a sign of so much growth for you that like you can do a lot of this on your own without feeling like you're in this like help me mentality, right? Like you've got your own back. You trust yourself and you've had so many realizations and like can coach yourself kind of through this, which is so fun to hear kind of that perspective. Like you dropping these like coaching, like truth bombs with the audience is so fun to hear. I just want to repeat back a couple of things that you that you said that I thought was like so profound. One that you said this was just like money that wasn't meant for me anyways. Like can we just like honor that statement? I think that's huge, right? Especially in this stage of business when you haven't even been like actually fully podcasting solely for more than 6 months. And you're already at a point where you're like, well, the, that money just wasn't meant for me. And it's totally fine because I know that there's more coming, right? The fact that you just took a four or five day vacation, right? Completely checked out, had all of your client work done, like 
before you went and then landed a client the day that you came back. So like we get to celebrate on this episode. This is the first time for the listeners that I, as your coach, am hearing this. And so like, yay, super exciting. We'll talk about this after. (laughs) Congratulations to you and to this other client who is just going to be taken care of so well. Because like you said, one other thing that I wanted to bring to um, the audience's attention is like what you said about really just showing up like how how it's been basically like the how right everyone wants to know like well how'd you do it how'd you do it like what actual steps did you take and you're like oh I just started saying no to the things I didn't want and started talking to people like a real human and just showed up and served them and like cared about them and then the money just came (laughs) and that's like literally what has happened obviously there have been shifts and like behind the scenes but at its base level like that's what it's been and it's been so beautiful to watch and like so exciting for you and like the future of your business as you're pretty much I well you have now at this point reached your 5k and actually you over you your overflow (laughs) now of that 5k goal so we get to bump that up right we just get to change the goal now and we're even talking about like post maternity leave like that being your 10k months, right? And like just doubling that because now as the CEO of your business, like you're even making big decisions, right? It's starting to, you know, what I'll, I'll let you share what is some of those like big decisions that you're making and in the next couple months that are going to benefit you in the long run. So, my very first thing, we had started talking actually about outsourcing. And I kind of got to a point where I was like, okay, I've got to change something more than just that. And I put my little boy in daycare, which I kind of struggled with like any, like any mom does. It's hard when you've been home with them, but he desperately needed more than I was able to give him at that point. And I needed time to solely focus on my business and then have time to solely focus on him. I needed both of them. And daycare really just opened that door and he absolutely adores it. It has been a game changer for me. So now I'm at a point where I am talking to multiple people for hiring out both for a VA and somebody to come on to eventually just be on my team and help me with some of the tasks that I just don't particularly want to continue doing, which is really fun. I mean, it's kind of scary too, because it's new and big, but I also know that it's essential for my business and I can help other women grow in this process because of that. And that will, this will get you to the next level, right? Again, especially as a service provider, well, really all businesses, like we're some, you know, at some level we get capped. And so instead of the growing phase, like you're now starting to scale, right? To 10 K months. And part of that is for you going to be hiring some team members and who can support you behind the scenes and, you know, have people in front of you as a coach supporting you, people behind the scenes so that you can stay in your zone of genius, which is so important, even as a done for you service provider. Right. So I love that. Another, again, CEO moment that I think is worth sharing with the audience that, you know, it doesn't take years and years to get to this point. Like it's literally been, you know, dabbling for six months and then six months of solid, like, you know, and I don't want to say nose to the grindstone because that feels really hustly, but just like focused effort. Not 
hustly hard work. I'm not driving myself into the ground, but I'm putting effort and energy into something that's important to me. Right. Cause we, you have that bigger vision, right? Like we've done that work to map that out and it doesn't just feel like, how can I get some money really quickly and just like be on my way kind of thing. I love that. Beautiful. So as we kind of wrap up here, I would love to know a couple of things. And I think you've shared so much great advice with our listeners too. Um, I don't know if we necessarily need to go into that, but like, what do you feel like with our work specifically um, has been like the most um, impactful or just, just like most fun, maybe part of like coaching together? Like what have you really loved the most about our work together? I love getting to connect with somebody that's further, further along in business than what I am, but just the mindset work that I didn't have any idea needed to be done. That has been the biggest thing for me because it has affected not only my business, but just my life in general and the way that I see things so profoundly. And I think that has been huge. And honestly, for any business owner or woman that is like at that point where they're just not really sure what to do, you can't keep looking within your family and your friends for their opinions on what to do next. You have to find someone that can guide you without putting their personal opinion on you. And chances are that's going to be a coach. A mentor is going to tell you what steps you need to take next. A coach is going to help steer you in the right direction and teach you how to trust your intuition again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause our work is, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty holistic, right? My approach to, to business coaching is not just here's the strategy that I use, copy and paste it in your own business and be on your way. Like really no one, none of my clients have any similar strategy to what I use in my business. And, and that's beautiful because you guys are your own people and I love supporting you in that way. And I think just like for me too, as a coach, working with clients that I also consider friends is like so fun too, to be able to just like actually have fun together, even though sometimes it feels hard, like the things that I'm coaching you on, right? Um, but yeah, it's just been such a beautiful experience. And I know that I just can't wait to, to watch you grow and to, to continue supporting you through that, through, you know, the rest of my pregnancy, your pregnancy, our maternity leaves that we're taking at about the same time, and then being able to finish out the the year strong, which is just so exciting. I know that there's so much more in store for your business, and I'm excited to kind of see where the next six months take us. It'll kind of be like full circle there. So as we kind of wrap up, Alyssa, is there anything else um, like specifically about business, about motherhood, about just this journey that you want to share with women at all? I want women to realize that they are capable of far more than they think. It's easier to put yourself into this box of just being a mom or just being a business owner or just being a wife or feeling like you're not going to be able to be successful at all of them. You can be great at all of these things. It's just going to take some mindset work and it might be a little bit painful, but it's almost not almost. It is always worth it to do the work, to see the benefits on the other side. Yeah, I love that. Basically, don't underestimate yourself. (laughs) So good. It's so true. Um, Well, this has been such a fun conversation, Alyssa. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Um, If our listeners 
have their own podcast and are like really amazing mission oriented female entrepreneurs who you love to work with and serve. At this point, I actually don't know if you even have any more space, but if they're wanting to get on a wait list or work with you in some capacity, how can they reach out? How can they find you and find out more information about how you can serve them? Yeah, I actually have one space left open, only one that I'm leaving open until the beginning of May. So not a whole lot of time left if somebody wants to. You can find me at sheervirtual.com. And on Facebook, it is also Sheer Virtual. And my Instagram is a little bit different. It's alyssajohnson.va. But you can find both of those on my website as well. Cool. And we'll link those up in the show notes as well. And yeah, so hop on that train if you have a podcast or want to start a podcast. Actually, I don't think you're taking on any more launches right now. But if you're wanting to launch a podcast in the fall of 2021, get on Alyssa's wait list and she'll contact you after she has her baby. How about that? There you go. That sounds great. All right. Awesome. Well, it was a fantastic conversation and I can't wait to see you in person in a couple of weeks. Me too. All right. Thanks, Alyssa. Yeah. Bye. All right. That's it for today's episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love if you would head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. By leaving a review, you're helping us get this content into the hands of other powerful women and playing a part in fulfilling our mission of empowering women to build their own dream lives and businesses. Don't forget to head over to my Facebook group, The Dream Builder Society, for more guidance, support, and high-level training so you can start learning, growing, taking action, and getting results in your business right now. See you there.